Can you imagine if we were more obedient? If we took God at His word? There is a reason to believe God. There is a reason to our faith. You could be poor in the eyes of men and yet rich in the eyes of God. Joy and satisfaction comes by knowing your purpose in life. Hey, shalom. Welcome to this week's program. This is your evangelist, evangelist, uh, Dr. Kazumba Chows. We are here in uh, Toronto. We've had such a tremendous moment here. The presence of God has been so powerful and we have seen God touch many lives here and I've been able to have a privilege of uh, worshipping with a passionate people. You know, I'm a man of uh, a passion. I love uh, passionate worship, glorifying our God, the God that has changed our lives. And today's program, I bring you a very special guest. But before I introduce her and bring her into the program, I just want to read to you uh, the book of, uh, in the book of Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. But let's start from verse 10. And the word of God reads, And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down. He who accuses them day and night before God. I, I want to stop right there first of all. You see here it says uh, a loud voice in heaven. Meaning God is saying something. Saying now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God. When we talk about the kingdom of God we're talking about the rule and reign of God. And when the rule of re and reign of God comes upon your life you all you have is nothing but a testimony. Let me take you to verse 11 it says uh, they have conquered him who the accusers of the brethren how do they conquer him they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb which is Jesus Christ and by the word of their testimony the word of their testimony that's where we're gonna get today here I've got a special guest that is gonna share our testimony and our message today is titled when God touches your life she's gonna share our testimony of how the Lord transformed our life and I know many of us are at a point where things are not the way we need them to be but we don't have a testimony I understand when you look at this it says that they overcome the devil his tactics and his strategy by overpowering him with the testimony. Do you have a testimony? What kind of testimony do you have? What has the Lord done in your life? When you use your testimony to tell the enemy how powerful, glorious, and, uh, and God, our God is, the enemy becomes uh, powerless. Enough for that. I've got a special guest who's going to share on this program. Camilla. How are you and welcome to this program. Thank you for having me, Dr. Kazumba. It's an honor and a privilege for me to have you on this program today. And uh, I know all our viewers right now, as they are tuned in to this program, they're going to be blessed by what the Lord has done in your life. You have a special testimony and we want to minister to the people with that testimony. Right. Tell me, first of all, right from the beginning of your testimony. 
Well, first of all, I come from a pretty large family. I'm <laughs> the fourth uh, youngest. And, um, How come? Wait a minute. How come you're the fourth? Because I'm the fourth <laughs> as well. Wow, okay. And I come from a bigger family, nice. ten of us. There's, oh, wow. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. Okay, yes. then, then continue. <laughs> well, um, it was pretty dysfunctional growing up. Yes. My parents separated at a young age. Mm -hmm. And um, the first three siblings were all a year apart. I was, there was a four-year gap between the third and myself and a six-year gap between myself and the last. Wow. So that left me feeling more like a middle child. Mm -hmm. So um, I really didn't have an opportunity to grow up with my father. Mm -hmm. And based off of what my, sibling, my older siblings would say, he was pretty strict. Mm -hmm. So I never really had the chance to feel that. So I was more, um, I felt like I created a world of my own when my parents mm -hmm. separated. All five children ended up living with my mother, so mm -hmm. she was a single parent. She worked literally all day, so I never really got to see her. And I just basically created a world of my own. Mm -hmm. And um, by doing that, I got into a lot of trouble. Yeah. And um, I would say my testimony starts more around the time of high school. High school. High school. Tell us more about high school because I know in high school there's a lot of things that happens. Sure. And uh, similar to me, mm -hmm. in high school right. I think I've got more of a testimony. Right. Actually for me at high school that's yes. where God began to change me because yes. I was pretty bad. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Tell us you are in high school. What is right. happening in high school? So. It kind of happens um, in grade 9 and uh, coincidentally it happens in religion class. I attended mm -hmm. a Catholic academy at the time. Mm -hmm. So in grade 9, um, my whole life changed during religion class. Mm -hmm. I remember I was taking down notes in the back of um, the class. And at, at one point, as soon as I looked up, I started to feel like I was underwater. Mm -hmm. I couldn't breathe. I thought that I was dying. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what was going on. Mm -hmm. So I excused myself from the class and I went to the washroom. Mm -hmm. And um, I just couldn't breathe. I didn't know what was going on. And later throughout, um, a couple weeks later, I realized it was a panic attack. Wow. Yes. So now, this is real. This is not a dream. This is not a dream. This is happening right. in real in the, time. Exactly. So now you think here, uh, you can't breathe. Right. You don't know what is going right. on you discover it's almost like a panic attack. Exactly. Then what? So, um, just fast forwarding it from for high school grade 9 to 11 in that duration period. Um, I'm 31, so mm -hmm. back then, mental illness was never really recognized mm -hmm. as much, right? So, I basically kept my symptoms a secret for about two and a half, three years. Mm -hmm. So, I was suffering silently. Wow. So I felt like I was dying every day. I was mm -hmm. in deep depression. I mm -hmm. didn't know what was going on. And I was still trying to fit in mm -hmm. and to find myself. Mm -hmm. And I became a product of my environment. Wow. I, um, because I was going through so much mentally and internally and physically, I just had to find an outlet. Mm -hmm. And by finding an outlet, I got into trouble. Mm -hmm. I got into many fights, yeah. physical fights. We're physical talking fights, about here, yes. yep, suspension, yes. trouble with the law. Mm -hmm going to jail for shoplifting. Mm. Wow. Um, you know, I, and one point too, I felt like the world was just closing in on me because I didn't understand why I felt the way I did. Yes. So, you know, I even went to a point of being an exotic dancer. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you are at that moment right. now. Right. It seems like uh, uh, everything is falling apart. Right. right. Everything is falling apart. Right. The moment that began at this school, at right. high school, right. it grew and grew, the panic attack, yes. 
you resulted to things that you shouldn't have right. been in trouble with right. the law, right. then what? So um, at this point, people were more concerned mm -hmm. because there, be there was a point at that time, I remember during 9-11, yes. I had to drop out of school mm -hmm. because it was unbearable. Just yeah. like the disorder that I had, it just consumed me and took over. Mm -hmm. I couldn't think for myself. Reality was, uh, I just couldn't differentiate reality to what was going on in my mind, mm -hmm. right? So headaches, yeah. feeling like I'm just underwater, mm -hmm. feeling like I didn't know where I was or who I was, mm. right? So um, during that period, I had to see a lot of therapists. Yes. I felt like it didn't work. I seen psychologists, um, uh, psychiatrists. They wanted to put me on medication. Mm. So I started medication. I was on medication for 10, straight year, 10 whole straight years. Wow. Antidepressants. Now, these are strong medication yes. from what I understand. They are. And you were on those medications for 10 straight right. years. Right. The medication kind of just balanced me out. Because if, mm -hmm. you know, if you understand how it works, when you go through panic and disorder, there's a chemical in your brain called serotonin, mm -hmm. which you lack. Yes. Right? So with giving the medication, it kind of increases the serotonin to rebalance my chemicals. And that only gave me a leeway to just live and breathe temporarily and then it would be a vicious cycle a vicious cycle to the point where um there was two times between um high school to the end of high school i mm -hmm. felt like i wanted to just i was dead like i was just existing really just existing so right now like the mind is captured everything, is everything. and it's just like uh, you're just existing I'm there just is existing. nothing that's happening it. that's it there's nothing meaning happening. all hope is lost all hope was lost there is everything. no plan nothing. for your future no, no purpose no. You're just going through what I can call emotions. Right. Exactly. You don't even know what you want to be, what right. you want to do. Right. Oh my goodness. Well, now, what happens next? So, the third time I felt like it was, all hope was gone. Mm -hmm. Because like I told you, it was a vicious cycle where it's bearable and then it gets unbearable. Mm -hmm. So the third time where it became unbearable, where it felt like, you know, all hope was lost, mm -hmm. I actually wanted to end my life. Then what happens <laughs> so this at is, that point? This is where God comes in. I want to hear more about that. I want <laughs> so, to hear. Um, because just one minute here. Okay. At this time, you don't know God today, like, so much. No, not at all. Like I said, a Catholic background is just... That's all you had. That's it. Right. And then, uh, how does God come in now? I want to find out, and I believe the viewers want to find out. Well, God came in by using two people. Mm -hmm. So, um... I think I was about 25-ish mm -hmm. where um, when I wanted to end my life. Yes. And um, through social media, Facebook, um, a man that I went to high school with messaged me. Mm -hmm. And he actually said, I remember this clearly, the message said, Camille, the Holy Spirit has special plans for you. God has special plans for you. Mm -hmm. I, want, I want to invite you to come to church. I want to meet up with you and I want to share the gospel with you. So at the t like God has perfect timing for everything. So during that time, I actually wanted to end my life. Mm -hmm. And I was out uh, walking in this pond where I received that message. Mm -hmm. And when I seen that, I was timely. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I've tried everything. I've tried mm -hmm. medication. I've tried therapists. Everything in the world. Nothing, nothing was able to cure me or help me. So I'm like, why not try this? Mm -hmm. So all hope was gone. And I basically just said, okay, you know what? I'll meet up with you. Uh -huh. 
So when I met up with him, we actually, he actually spent nine hours at a coffee shop with me, mm -hmm. sharing the gospel. Sharing the gospel. gospel. Now, right. I, I just, just, just want to find out, at this point, right. are you even interested in that? I actually am. Actually, what made you interested? I was, you know what it is? I feel like during, it, it's been about 14 years suffering like yeah. this and no cure, nothing, right? So a, a 14 cycle, straight years, 14 straight years of right, suffering. Of suffering, right? So, Basically, we can call it 14 years of suffering right. from mental illness. Right. And sorry, there was a lot of physical ailments that I was going through as well. As well. Yeah, that I never mentioned. Yes. But um, yeah, so I was just sick for 14 years. And I became sick and tired after. That's where I, why I wanted to. So when this man showed up, it was like a, a lifeline to you. Yeah, so uh, going back to my, my point, I was going to say that there was many times within the 14 years that I basically hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. But I was able to get back up. Yes. And the, point, the time that he came to me was so timely because I was actually broken. Yeah. And when I was broken, I was able to open my heart up to receive God. To receive God. And His love and His goodness. Uh, right there. Uh, I, you know, I know I'm disturbing, cutting the story, and I know the viewers want to hear everything. But there are certain things I want to point out here. Right. Because uh, at the point of brokenness, right. that's when you opened up your heart. Right. to even open yourself to God. Right. Because there are so many people going through hardship. Right. And uh, we just shared uh, the, uh, one of the men of God on one of my programs yes. here, uh, 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 Pastor um, uh, Thompson, right. he shared about uh, when we are at crossroad and how God right. changes us at exactly. that point. So here you are at your broken, the most broken place. Right. You open your heart to God right. and you receive the word of God. Right. What follows after that? So it, it took some time, but I decided to go to church. Mm -hmm. And um, I personally didn't meet God in, in a Bible, reading a Bible. Mm -hmm. I met God when I went to church mm -hmm. through supernatural experiences. Because God knows each and everybody's heart. And he knows how to speak to that person. Yes. right? So with me, I actually encountered the Lord's presence and mm -hmm. his power. So when I went to church, it was actually a healing crusade. Mm. So during that healing crusade, God spoke through the man of God directly to me. Hallelujah. And, you know, that, that boggled my mind because I'm like, this guy does not know me. Mm. You know, this guy has no idea who I am. How does he know my story? How does he know what I'm mm. going through? So God knew that I needed something supernatural in order to grasp my attention. Mm. And as soon as he did that, I enabled myself to dig into the word to receive his word to really mm. understand who this great god is yes because if he chose me to speak directly to me supernaturally mm. encountering him i wanted to give him a chance yes and i remember going to a retreat there was one um leader mm -hmm. who actually came up to me and said you know what um you know what you should do camille give 100 percent of yourself to god and if he doesn't change you you can always go back to what you know in the world wow. so i just so I, one second, dear Camille. Uh, it tells you give 100%. Right. And if it doesn't change you, you then you may as well. Mm -hmm. I like that point mm -hmm. 
because uh, you know lately I've been teaching even our, our kids right. that you get what you put into it right. if you want transformation if you want change right. if you want God to transform your life right. you got to put in hundred percent desire right. to have him change your life so this man of God now I believe so strongly he was sent from God exactly. he's giving you the right points here if you give in 100%, mm -hmm. it doesn't work, then I tell you to go back to the world. Right. Then what happens you give in 100%? So when I gave 100%, God just changed my life. He just changed my life. Tell us about that change, <laughs> the process. How did it begin? You are in this, uh, you know, retreat. First it was at a, at a cru crusade, like a healing crusade kind right. of a thing. Right. And then uh, now you are at this retreat. Right. God has begun to right. do something. Here is a person coming from the background right. of trying to end the life. Right. She encounters the Lord. Right. And now God changes your life. Right. How does it happen and how do you feel at that point just your entire personal person or inner man or woman well it was number one through many deliverances uh -huh. so as soon as I uh, you know went to certain retreats I was able to surface up what was really internally going on with me mm -hmm. right so through many deliverances I just experienced his power once Amen. again right and um, just staying obedient and just staying obedient to him mm -hmm. I was able to be delivered from all this and mm -hmm. I just had to give him all the glory for everything that he's done. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is, this is such an interesting story because, uh, you know, your story uh, mirrors a lot of uh, people's story. Right. You know, uh, there are so many people I've heard and actually not too long ago, uh, one of them ended their life because they were going through those moments mm -hmm. and for me this is very special because uh, many of us we try to give up we mm -hmm. don't give God time and an opportunity right. to try and transform our lives right. we want to end it because uh, we know we are powerless right. now we understand what happened to you was that when you opened up to God God's power and his presence was able to meet you at the point of need right. and began to bring transformation That's this right. is why the Bible says you know call unto me mm -hmm. in times of trouble mm -hmm. and I will answer you right. and show you greater and mighty things right. and the mighty things here are not just the miracles mm -hmm. it can be the directions that God wants you to take right. you to can be you know you mentioned one point you became patient and obedient right. to, to to follow through this right. now God has changed you now right. you have experienced this presence what is happening with the past is it still bothering you or god has taken everything now at this point out of your life out of your system well um there's so many challenges that i face we want to hear about okay. those challenges so there's still symptoms that i go through mm -hmm. right but it's the mindset yes so it's the constant renewing of the mind yes. that i have to go through mm -hmm. because we already know the word of God says, by his stripes we are healed. We are healed, So I'm yes. healed from everything that I've been through. I'm healed from all my sicknesses, my mm -hmm. diseases and everything. So now it's just transforming of the mind. Because mm -hmm. with 14 years of having your mindset that way, mm -hmm. 
it's not overnight where no it's a process it's a process exactly so now you are just in the process of uh, allowing god to renew your mind exactly. to renew your spirit exactly. you know what i say is this to so many people is that a mind right. that is focused right. and centered on god right. it's very difficult to defeat right. the enemy brings a thoughts yes. through our mind exactly. so that it can uh, first of all destroy how we see ourselves mm -hmm. how we we respond to God mm -hmm. and paralyze our heart from opening to God mm -hmm. now you at this point now you've been going strong mm -hmm. with the Lord mm -hmm. ever since the Lord transformed your life mm -hmm. What are you doing for the Lord right now to keep you on fire and passionate and desiring the Word of God to continue to grow? Because you mentioned change mm -hmm. is a process. Mm -hmm. And so far the Lord has done a greater work mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. What are you keeping yourself thinking about the things of God or doing the things of God in your life to continue that healing process? So it's just an everyday thing just to... Every time I get disappointed, I know right away there's a blessing attached to it. Amen. Right? That's and a good attitude to right, have. Right. I love that. Right. So, um, and I, I, I started to thank him for all the trials and tribulations that I still go through mm -hmm. because it just draws me closer to him just to trust him and lean on him more. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Now, I know there are viewers who are watching right there. They're saying, uh, uh, Camille, mm -hmm. can you sh speak in my life? Right. You've gone through this. Mm -hmm. I always tell everybody that I have an opportunity to minister to or right. the leaders that we minister to around the world. I say this, you can't give what you don't have. Right. And you have something so very special right. that many young and old people right. watching this program right. can identify themselves to. They want to quit their lives. If you were to give an insight of not why not to do that and where they should run if the going gets tough what should you say i want you to look into that camera and speak to those people well i would say number one just don't give up never give up you guys all know that your life has been bought with a price your life is not your own so god will never leave nor forsake you like he's done in my life he's been there even through the times that i didn't know he was there he was there the most and if I had it in my life, I wouldn't be here to testify to you guys. So I'm just another living example, testimony of what God has done. And um, like I said earlier, mm -hmm. every disappointment you go through, there's a blessing attached to it. Mm -hmm. So you just have to continue to lean and trust on Him. Because faith is basically something you can't see, but things that you hope for. So just continue to be faithful, just mm -hmm. to lean on God. And He'll never leave or forsake you. For those who are fearful. Right. Because uh, it obviously right. was a very fearful moment right. for you right. to go through this. Right. And there are lots of people who are very fearful right. when we're going through things. Right. What advice would you give to them again? Well, I would say, first of all, do not isolate yourself. Do not isolate yourself. You need to go to a godly person to seek godly counsel, number one. Never isolate yourself, share your feelings, share what you're going through because somebody has probably gone through it worse or probably has gone through the same thing as you and has survived. So I would say just draw near to God and He'll draw near to you because love is, God is perfect love and love casts out fear. So as soon as you experience God's love, fear, has, fear cannot defeat you. Hallelujah.
I know you've been watching, you've been touched. I'm going to ask her to pray, to pray for you, to pray with you, to come into your homes so that she can help you. I know she's got an anointing of deliverance because God has delivered her. You may be there going through a tough moment in your life. You're saying, God, why me? She never asked that question, why me? She ran to the solution. God is the solution. Do not isolate yourself as she mentioned. Many of us, when we're going through trials, tribulations, when we're going through tough moments of life, we isolate ourselves from the very God that can bring change in our lives, that can bring healing in our lives. Wherever you are at in your life, don't withdraw yourself. Don't turn to alcohol. Don't turn to drugs. Turn to the Lord. Run to God. When you are going through difficulties in life, it's not the moment for you to run away from God. It's the moment for you to run to God. Amen. She ran to the Lord, okay. and the Lord did a work. And here she is today, testifying of the goodness and of the power of our living God. Amen. Our God is so powerful. Amen. Our God is capable of changing your life. Amen. It doesn't matter where you are at in your life right now. I believe God can touch your life. I believe God can change your life. I believe God can release His praises in your life to give you a new beginning. As we wind up 2015 entering in 20, sorry, 2016 entering in 2017, God wants to give you a new platform, a new life, a new vision, a new purpose. Don't kill yourself. Don't commit to end your life. Don't commit any of all those things. Your God is powerful. The one who created you wants to give you a new beginning. Thus, I encourage you to turn to God. I want you just to look into that camera there, and I want you to pray for the people that are watching this program right now. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to be here to testify to your people, Father God. I just speak life into every person right yes, now Lord. who is experiencing loneliness, who is express, who's experiencing depression, who is expressing fear, Lord God. I thank just pray, you, Lord God, that you just enter their hearts and you touch them, Lord God, and you bless yes, them, Lord God, and let your presence fill them, Lord God, for your presence is fullness of joy, Father God. Jesus. And thank you for their lives, Lord God. I know that you have a special purpose for each and every person, Lord God. You knew them before they were formed in their mother's womb, yes, Father Lord. God. We thank you, Lord God, that you have heard us. We thank you that you are faithful, Lord God. We thank you that you are touching you, the Jesus. lives of these people right now as I pray, Father God. Yes, we Lord. bless your name. We exalt you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Now listen to me. I know God has done something in your life. Now how do you keep going in your life? As you heard Camilla here, she shared our testimony. We overcome the enemy by sharing our testimony and by sharing what God has done to us. I want to read Revelation chapter 2 verse 10 quickly here for you. Do not fear what you are about to suffer or what you are suffering. Look, the devil is about to be thrown some of, to, be, to, to, to throw you some of you into a, a dungeon. That's what uh, the Bible is saying here. The devil will throw you into prisons or into tribulations and uh, into prisons but do not fear and where you are at right now you may be scared of what, the, what has been happening in your life but I believe God is bringing salvation in your life God is bringing transformation in your life look to God attend to God give your life to the Lord and the Lord is going to help you I don't want to leave this podium without sharing the good news for you I want you to pray with me quickly 
Say, dear Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I surrender my own mind to you. May you come into my life. I surrender to you. Forgive me of all my sins. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I'm so thankful you are able to join us this week. And I pray that the Lord is going to do a mighty thing in your life. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. We want to hear from you here at uh, Christ Passion Evangelistic Network and Kingdom Insight. Wherever you are watching, maybe on the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, O Nations TV, Omega Channel, we want to hear your testimony. Write to us live at kazumbachows.com may the lord bless you may the lord keep you until then shalom shalom hello friends around the world thank you uh, for all your support your prayers this is uh, dr kazumba charles and my wife glory kazumba uh, we have purposed in our heart to be a blessing to many people we have the books that we want to send to you and to your household we want to send to you the weapon of forgiveness Revisiting the foundation and uh, the parables of the kingdom of God. Write to us live at kazumbachows.com. And live at kazumbachows.com, if you have uh, any prayer requests, Glory and I will be able and will be glad to pray for you and to pray with you and to believe God to do the miraculous in your life. Please write to us and we want to send you those materials. Just say hello to the people. Hello, people. Glorious. Shalom. Bye-bye.